Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA. As always, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. We try to bring in experts from around the industry to talk to you about what's going on and how you, those amazing dental assistants out there, can learn from them and take that back to your practice and help your patients. And that's why I'm so thrilled to have on today a dear, dear friend and somebody who has such a heart for dental assistance as well. And that's our friend, Mary Gavoni. Hey, Mary, how are you? I'm great, Kevin. How are you? You know, I'm good. I'm better whenever I get to talk to you. So I'm really <laughs> glad we we made our schedules connect here and uh, get a few minutes. Well, the feeling is mutual. And you and I both have always had that common bond of what's best for dental assistants and how we can elevate them. So happy to to be here with you today. And thank you. Well, and I'm just going to pick your brain today because you are that go-to whenever it comes to infection control and so many things. And you've been such a great person to hop on podcasts with us in the past and tell our assistants about oh my gosh, during COVID and everything that was changing and what this means and, and, and seriously hats off to you for that. And you were just at the OSAP annual session. Um, and, and for those of you who don't know OSAP, I'm going to just going to say why, because it is the infection control go-to source, uh, in dentistry, OSAP.org. You need to check out that website. And Mary, you were just there, and I'm curious, what were some of the highlights, takeaways, mm. things that really struck you that you think our audience needs to know? Oh, wow. I, OSAP is like the highlight of my year every year. So as Kevin said, you can um, go to their website, OSAP.org. It stands for Organization for Safety, Asepsis, and Prevention. Any dental assistant can and should join because this is, as Kevin said, the premier organization for infection prevention and safety within dentistry, totally dedicated to that within the dental, dental settings. Um, a couple of things to note that OSAP does two main conferences every year. One is a boot camp, which is a very in-depth deep dive into infection prevention and control that is held in January every year, typically in Atlanta. The dates for 2023 are January 23rd to 25th, again, in Atlanta. And the annual conference, which again is open to anyone, um, will be in Tucson, Arizona at a fabulous resort called the Westin La Paloma. And the dates are May 31st through June 3rd. So mark your calendars, whichever program that you decide to go to, you will get so much information from. So this year's meeting was a little bit bittersweet because our very dear friend, Dr. John Molinari, gave his last live infection prevention and control lecture. He's retiring from speaking and traveling, but not from dentistry altogether. He will still be um, available to do webinars and do consulting yeah. and, and to answer questions. That's one of John's superpowers is that he has always made himself available to any dental healthcare professional to answer questions. And John has always been our voice of reason, always basing his answers on science. 
And throughout the COVID pandemic, John has been saying this one um, quote, if you will, and he puts it on all his slides. And, and I just have to share it because it is so awesome. John will say, science is where facts matter more than opinions. And we, we've seen Boy, lots of opinions <laughs> on infection prevention and control lately. So hats off to John and we will miss him on the lecture circuit, but he wanted his last live lecture to be at OSAP. And of course he's a founding member. So that was very, very sentimental um, and very meaningful to everybody who was there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. He he is such an icon. I mean, I, uh, he was one of the first people I met whenever I came into the dental industry. Uh, it may have been before I met you, uh, you know, way back whenever I had black hair, but <laughs> he's somebody that, that I have, have always enjoyed having a conversation with and always looked up to because he always, as you just said, science mattered. And, and that was before the pandemic, before everything else, you know, when AIDS was talked about, when Ebola was talked about, it didn't matter what the hot topic of the moment was. Uh, Dr. Molinari and OSAP have always been like right there to be that, that beacon uh, to help dental professionals. And it's always appreciated that. Absolutely. But we'll, we'll still feel his presence. We just won't see him live and in person, but he'll still. That's all right. Yeah. So Man, man's earned some rest. Yeah. So, uh, hope you enjoy <laughs> absolutely. <it. laughs> absolutely. He's been doing this for a long time and, and I can relate to that. So a couple of things that are coming up that I think will be of great interest to, um, to your listeners. One is that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is starting an update to the 2003 Guidelines for Infection Control in Dentistry. So oh, wow. yeah, that's been a long time coming. It's 20 some years now since that document was published. We did have the summary that was published in 2016, but the main document that we follow, I always call it the Bible of infection prevention for dentistry is really that 2003 document. So that will be great. We don't have any idea how soon that's going to happen. It's usually a pretty lengthy collaborative process. So I would look for some time maybe in 2023 or perhaps into 2024, but that is on the agenda. So that's good news. Um, good OSHA, a representative from OSHA was at the meeting and stated that OSHA is in the process of updating its enforcement guidelines for the bloodborne pathogen standard. Now the bloodborne pathogen standard is even older than the CDC guidelines and it doesn't even address things like hepatitis C when it talks about bloodborne um, transmitted diseases because we didn't even know until a year after the bloodborne pathogen standard was published or promulgated about specific testing for markers for hepatitis C. So it mentions HIV and hepatitis B, but we still referred at that time, which seems like a previous life, um, to hepatitis C as non-A, non-B hepatitis. So we're not looking at this point at an update of the standard itself, but enforcement guidelines that OSHA uses to 
when they're doing an inspection or when they have a complaint, they, they look at those things. So that will be yeah. kind of interesting to, to see. There also is a division of the CDC called NIOSH, the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health. And they are doing some continuing studies on aerosol exposure um, in healthcare, in, in dentistry. They're also looking at exposure to nitrous oxide. And of course, this is also the, the group that certifies respiratory protection, especially respirators. So that's an important thing. One of the things we did hear from OSHA is that they are not enforcing their own guidance um, on N95 respirators right now um, for aerosol generating procedures, which was kind of disappointing to hear, but wow. OSHA is also in the process of finalizing a new standard that started out as an emergency temporary standard for healthcare, but will become something, we don't know the exact title, but something like airborne transmissible diseases standard, which will be worker protections from aerosols. And from what we're hearing, that will include requirements for N95 respirators for aerosol gener generating procedures. So um, that one may be final by sometime in the fall or the end of the year. We don't know. We never really get any advance warning to these. They're just, <laughs> we get a notification that's going to be in the, in the federal register and, and that's it. But it's gone through its comment period from communities of interest at this point. Okay. So, um, wow. yeah, those those are some pretty um, impactful things that that may be happening for us. And I just want to say that um, the Compliance Divas, which is the podcast that I do, we're kind of brother sister podcasts here. Um, we're going to go into some more depth about um, these issues and other issues, takeaways from the um, OSAP conference, and those will probably be in the next two weeks. So about middle of July, we'll, we'll have more information on those. But one of the things that impacted me the most, I have to say, from sure. the meeting was two speakers. Well, three speakers. One was Dr. Colmia, who is the new executive director of the American Dental Association. All I can say is, wow. What an articulate, forward-thinking man. Um, very impressed by his grasp of the changes that are happening in dentistry. I think that this may bode well for dental assisting, for leadership from the ADA to incorporate more responsibility and um, respect, recognition for dental assistance. Right. Um, which was great. And, and not that the ADA has been disrespectful of dental assistance in the past, but I think that in my personal opinion, they've kind of been a, you know, we've always done things this way organization. And I see this person, Dr. Colmia, being one that might kind of shake things up a little bit and looking at new generations coming into to dentistry. And he's from Oklahoma. So how got to be a great guy. Absolutely. Has to be a good guy. I was very, very impressed with him. Nice. But our two other speakers that impressed me the most had 
similar topics, and that was creating a culture of safety in a dental practice. I like that. And yeah, it's just something that I don't think we think enough or we talk enough about. Every time I think about the culture in the practice, I think of our good friend, Judy K. Mossoff, who has her culture camps for yep. dental practices. And culture is what really drives the behavior. So if your philosophy, and many people have a mission statement in their practice that says they provide the highest quality dentistry and some really lovely statements, but what about safety? Why isn't safety there? You know, it, OSAP's tagline is the safest dental visit. And yep. that is something that we should be all about. And, and I see a lot of conflicts um, for dental assistants, and I'm sure you do too, Kevin, that, that these dental assistants want to do the right thing. They want to help create that culture of safety, but sometimes they get sort of pushed down. The doctor's like, no, it's going to cost too much, or um, maybe somebody else in the practice says, well, who are you to tell us you know, what, what to do? But the dental assistants are really at the front line of infection prevention and control with sterilization of instruments one being one of their primary tasks in a lot of practices. So I see the dental assistants being that perpetrator, if you will, or developer of that culture so that they can lead by their example and do that. So I, that's one of the things that I've decided over the summer where I have a little more downtime is to work on a course just for dental assistants, how oh, to help to establish that culture of, of safety um, within a practice and really feel good about what you do every day. Well, I want to sit in on that course because that'll be fantastic. And, and I hope you get the biggest auditorium available wherever you're speaking, because <laughs> that's a message that's got to get out there. And, you know, you and I have talked uh, about, you know, how during COVID we were so focused on keeping safe and yet so much of what we did in the dental practice during COVID and those moments right after whenever we opened back up as an industry were things that we were already doing before COVID and are still doing today. And, and I don't think that we're getting that message out there enough. And sometimes you're exactly right in, in the midst of a crazy day and things running around and lab cases missing or whatever it might be it, it those corners that can be cut can sometimes be the the worst thing that you can possibly do in practice absolutely and there's two camps if you will that are affected by that it's the patients of course but it's also all of the dental team members so we've got two sets of responsibilities and and one of the things um, that again struck me um, when the compliance divas did an interview with John Molinari at the at the OSAP meeting, and he said, "You know what? It really boils down to the fact that, especially for the doctors who take an oath to do no harm, and yeah. we have to think about that. That needs to drive everything that we do, not just infection prevention, but all the." procedures that we're doing on our patients and it just has to be 
second nature to us that we practice safely, we do everything we can to prolong our own ability to work in dentistry and you know infection control, ergonomics, all those kinds of things, but to increase patients' confidence even more that the dental practice is a very safe place. And we've seen that. We haven't seen large outbreaks of COVID in dental practices. We don't have healthcare acquired infections in large numbers in dental practices, but that's in part because we do a good job. We just have to really not do it, not just because we have to follow the rules, but because it's the right thing to do. Amen. Amen. Preach, girl. I love that. And, you know, and and, and I you've mentioned the compliance of a couple of times. And, and I want to make sure that people are aware of this podcast, because if if you are that person in the practice who's in charge of infection control and prevention, this is a must listen. I'm just going to tell you. And, and I've been honored to to be a part of this podcast and to help help launch it whenever it first came out. But the way that you guys have grown and keep bringing that information out there that is timely, that is necessary, that is needed, uh, you know, kudos to you and and, and the amazing ladies who, who do the compliance divas. Uh, and, and I'm curious what, what's coming down the road for you all on that respect. Oh, well, thanks, Kevin. And I appreciate it. And you did help us launch the podcast. So first I have to give a shout out to my colleagues, my fellow divas, um, Leslie Canham, Linda Harvey and Olivia Wan. And we just had a big strategic planning session the other day and trying to look at our, our calendar of all the topics that we need to address and, not only are we looking at OSHA infection prevention, we're looking at HIPAA. We just recorded a, a podcast with our colleague Amy Wood on how very important cybersecurity is right now. Oh, yeah. Things are going Big crazy. Time. But, you know, we're also looking at things like um, uh, discrimination, sexual harassment. What types of things do we need to be concerned about? Um, in dental practices, um, we're looking at new products that are coming on the market and do they make sense and how can they enhance what we're, we're doing? So we really take a, a wide view of all things that sort of relate to regulatory issues and also infection control protocols in, in practices. So we've got a lot of um, interesting things. We're also going to do some um, illuminary interviews with some, um, and you included in one of those, Kevin, some of the, oh man, you're, you're lowering the bar there, my friend. No, 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 we're not, (laughs) we're not, but people like, um, Dr. Shannon Mills, who is a longtime OSAP member, who is an expert on dental unit water quality and dental unit water safety and, um, other, you know, experts that may be, Many of our dental assistant viewers have, or listeners have not maybe been exposed to before. And so we want to bring in as many of those experts as, as we can. There's, there's so many people behind the scenes that are doing such amazing work to keep dental assistants safe and to keep those patients safe. And, you know, Dr. Molinari, Dr. Mills, the folks at OSAP, the compliance divas, there, there's so many people that, that go almost in the shadows 
but but the work that they're doing is so important so i'm really glad that you're bringing these people on because it it's it's work that i mean safety's got to be number one it, it has to be and and there's so many different pieces to that safety puzzle within the practice absolutely so Again, we're just trying to bring the most timely information. We have special editions quite often because Leslie, who is our resident expert on all things California, with, that has the, oh, man. the most and the strictest rules. So we try to keep up with all of that. And, um, you know, it, it's fun. It's a lot of work, as you well know, as a, as a podcaster, it's a lot of work to put all the information together, but every podcast sure. also has resources that we keep on our website, thecompliancedivas.com, so that whatever document, maybe from the CDC or from OSHA or research article that we talk about in our podcast is linked on our website to that podcast so that our listeners can access those. And, and that is fantastic. And that's a great resource dental assistance for you all to have in your back pocket as well. Uh, so absolutely on that phone of yours or wherever you listen to your podcast, right next to Dental Assistant Nation, you make sure the Compliance Divas are on there as well, because that's a really important resource as well as the ComplianceDivas.com. So, and Mary, is that the best way for them to reach out to you or, or how do you prefer our listeners uh, pick your brain about so much information you've already shared today. Um, they can contact me directly through my email, which is mary at marygovoni.com. And happy to answer any questions and entertain any thoughts or feedback from anyone. So absolutely. Well, and, and I know you are always out there gathering that information. And again, as we started the podcast by saying, gathering with the dental assistant in mind, you know, the entire team, of course, but you've got that, that heart for dental assistants. And, and I always appreciate that and everything you bring uh, to our industry, my friend. So thank you so much. Well, thank you. And thanks to all of you for listening to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. I, I hope you see the, the work that is being done behind the scenes by so many people in the industry to keep you safe, to keep you healthy, to keep your career moving forward. That's what we're all about here at the Dental Assistant Nation podcast is introducing you to these people so that you've got resources and you're not fighting these battles alone every day in the dental practice. So keep listening to us, keep listening to the Compliance Divas. And until next time here on the Dental Assistant Nation podcast, this is Kevin Henry of Ignite DA signing off and reminding you as always, Together, we rise.